Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21. I'm really excited about this episode. We have what I'm calling the big surprise towards the end of this broadcast and podcast, so I want to get going. And today we're discussing what will happen during the little season of Revelation chapter 20. And we're looking at St. Augustine, City of God, book 20, and this is from chapter 8. St. Augustine says, but when the short time comes, the short time, another way of expressing the little season in Revelation 20, when the short time comes, he shall be loosed and he shall rage with the whole force of himself and his angels for three years and six months. And those with whom he makes war shall have power to withstand all his violence and stratagems. And I'm really glad to hear that because by God's grace, I'll be able to withstand it because if it's up to me, I'm 100% certain I can't. And this is the grace of God to uphold us during this time. Now, backing up just a little bit in book 20 of St. Augustine's City of God to chapter 7, discussing Revelation 20, he says this, the devil then is bound and shut up in the abyss that he may not seduce the nations from which the church is gathered and which he formerly seduced before the church existed. So in other words, the Gentile nations walked in darkness before the coming of Christ, okay? And then uh, he was bound for a long time, a millennium, and that it doesn't mean he couldn't deceive individuals or whatnot, but as far as the whole scope of the world, he couldn't lead astray. But then for a short time, at the end of that millennium, that long period, he's released and he'll make war against the church, against the saints, and have free reign to deceive the nations. And here's something to um, kind of ponder it says the devil is bound up and shut up in the abyss, but then for a short time, the little season, he is released. And there's a companion portion of the book of Revelation, and some people are under the mistaken impression that Revelation is like a big timeline, chapter 1 through chapter 22. There is a sequence of sorts but there are times where something is mentioned and then other things are, are described and then that thing comes back up again. There's a companion chapter to this little season, the time when this, uh, the devil is loose to deceive the nations, and it's back in Revelation chapter 9 with the fifth angel blowing his trumpet, and this angel is given the key to the shaft of the bottomless pit. Well, in Greek, uh, that word for bottomless pit, abuso, is, is the abyss. And the New American Bible and the Jerusalem Bible both translate what's in the Revised Standard Version, bottomless pit, more literally, the abyss. And so he opens the shaft of the abyss. From the shaft rose smoke, like the smoke of a great furnace, 
and the air was darkened, okay? Now, St. Augustine says during that short time, during that little time where Satan was bound and locked up in the abyss, he's then loosed. And this is what is going on. And to me, this is just personal, but to explain a lot of what went on in the 20th and the 21st centuries is the long form of the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel composed by Pope Leo the Thirteenth in 1888. Now this long form I'm just giving for instructional purposes. It is an exorcism prayer and it's not to be prayed by people who aren't exorcists. I'm not. But the short form, which you're probably aware of, it's fine to pray. You should pray. But here's three point outline of that long form of the prayer from Pope Leo XIII. He goes, that cruel ancient serpent who is called the devil or Satan, who seduces or deceives the whole world, was cast into the abyss with his angels. Revelation 9, book 20, chapter 7 and 8 of St. Augustine's City of God and Revelation 20. I want to kind of make some mental connections here. This deceiver was put into the abyss, A. B, behold, something now, this primeval enemy and slayer of men now wanders about with all the multitude of wicked spirits invading the earth in order to blot out the name of God and of his Christ. That's a loosing, Revelation 20, okay? He was bound, so he couldn't deceive. He's loose, so he can deceive. And then the prayer for the end of the season of deception. The prayer goes, beating down the dragon, the ancient serpent, who is the devil and Satan, do thou again make him captive in the abyss that he may no longer seduce the nations. I don't know if you realize the implications of this, but it's staggering. I have the highest respect for Pope Leo XIII, and he was shown what was going to be happening in the near future at the end of the 19th century. And I'm not going to get a litany of what's gone on in the 20th century and the 21st centuries, but the prayer is so making him captive in the abyss again. So the logical deduction, according to the mindset and the prayer, to St. Michael the Archangel by Pope Leo XIII is that he's out, okay? Now, I'm just saying that's my opinion. That happens to be the perspective of this prayer by Pope Leo XIII. St. Augustine asked the question, and now we're getting to something you need to hear. He asked a question where during these three years and six months when the devil shall be loose and raging with all his force, Will anyone who has not previously believed shall attach himself to the faith? In other words, shall the deception during the loosing be so intense that no one will become Christians, basically? And here's what St. Augustine says, again, book 20, chapter 8, and this is the second half of chapter 8. And by the way, these chapters are only a page, maybe a page and a half long. He says, we are to believe that in these days there shall be no lack either of those who fall away from or those who attach themselves to the church. 
But there shall be such resoluteness, both in parents seeking baptism for their little ones and in those who shall then first believe, and they shall conquer that strong one, even though unbound, even though he is loosed. Now, we talked about Tychonius uh, and his influence on St. Augustine, that the great apostasy described in 2 Thessalonians 2, and the love of many growing cold from the lips of Jesus, Matthew 24, that primary description is of people who profess faith in Christ falling away, and that's really serious. And during this time of loosing, there'll be massive fallings away. And so St. Augustine says there'll be no lack of those who fall away or of those who attach themselves to the church. Now, that's very interesting. It's not just going to be one way. And now, this is what I call the big surprise. And it's interesting to me that I can't tell you how many times I have read the City of God book 20. And again, this is just a few pages, but it literally changed my life. And I've always been interested in eschatology for the past half century. This was the defining moment coming on this chapter. If you look in my print copy, I also have electronic copy. I also have two print copies, but my favorite print copy, if you looked at this, It'll be highlighted, probably more than unhighlighted. I have pen underlying. I have asterisks on the side. I have notes. And then I have a red felt marker and other stuff underlined. But I miss this. And it's very interesting because I must say um, I was a bit timid in starting Luke 21 because I didn't know anybody else doing Catholic media, trying to explain biblical prophecy. And I know when you look on the evangelical side of it, not all evangelicals uh, go for this rapture at any moment stuff, but people just think you're kind of a, a wacko. And yet, if I had known this, I would have started Luke 21 earlier. And now knowing it, I'm sure glad I did. And here's the big surprise. I'm calling it eschatological evangelism. Eschatology is the study of last things, and that's like Bible prophecy. And here's what St. Augustine says. This is what I missed, and I hope you don't. But also some who till then shall be without, okay, those who are just totally unreached by the Christian faith, shall become firm in the faith they have hitherto rejected and mightily conquer the devil, even though unbound. Do you get this? This is really incredibly optimistic news in the worst possible moments of human history. When the great deception is going on, when the apostasy is going on, people who had nothing to do with Christianity will now uh, awaken and go after the devil and stand firm in the faith and here's, here's the zinger for eschatological evangelism it's from St. Augustine. God's grace aiding them to understand the scriptures in which, among other things, there is foretold that very end which they themselves see to be arriving. 
Now, we know that date setting is unwise, immoral, impossible. Jesus says it can't be done. Yet, by God's grace, St. Augustine is saying, by his grace, opening the scriptures and looking at biblical prophecy, they're going to see things right in their world, and it's the end is arriving, and they will become strong warriors on behalf of Christ. This is a great awakening during the absolute worst time in human history. Well, the devil is deceiving the nations, and it's very interesting that, and I know a lot of folks with good intention have kind of gone off overboard on crazy views of biblical prophecy and stuff, and it causes other good men and leaders and teachers and broadcasters to perhaps avoid the subject or say, oh, that's all in the past. There's no future aspect to it. And yet here St. Augustine says, this is part of God's end time army will awaken when they view the prophetic scriptures about the end and see it arriving. Says to me that there's a season that St. Augustine was aware of that though we can't set dates and how long this lasts and such like that, we can become aware of what's coming on the world. So I don't know about you, but there are some who believe we could be in the little season or at minimum a foretaste of it. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 276 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.